listening to the Ed Reach Network. Ed Gamer, episode Zach, 113. Zach, that's you. Hey, I'm here. Ed Gamer, episode oh. 113 on Ed Reach. It's a penguemic. That was a, a, <laughs> that was a botched intro. Yeah, well, you know, it's we're having some fun with uh, Google tonight. Yes, this is Ed Gamer for Thursday, September 12th, 2013. Ed Gamer is part of the Ed Reach Network. EdReach.us, giving education a voice. A big, a big voice. voice. And a Woo! Very this show is dedicated to education gaming on any platform. We will give you the education angle on any type of games, ranging from tabletops to MMOs. We will discuss how these games impact student learning and how they can be used effectively within the classroom. I'm Zach. And I'm Jerry. I'm Layla. And I'm Ish. And Layla, tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. My name is Layla Shabir, and I'm the co-founder and CEO of Learn District, um, an indie educational game studio. We like um, it. <laughs> my name is Isaid. Um, I'm the co-founder and CTO at Learn District. Okay, Jerry. My name is Jerry James. I'm a visual arts teacher in Schaumburg, Illinois. And my name is Zach Gilbert, and I'm your host. I'm a sixth-grade social studies language arts teacher from Normal, Illinois. And it seems like I'm going to be producing this, which is going to be quite scary, Jerry. <laughs> I don't think you're producing, buddy. I got Wait, it. You got it now? Are you in control? Yeah, I'm fine. Thank goodness. I can't drive. <laughs> Hey, so uh, it's fall in America, and it's almost spring in Australia. Do you know what that means? EdReach is launching not one, not two, not three, not five, oh, but five new channels in the coming weeks. They've already started, haven't they, Jerry? Yes, I, I think, uh, um, yeah, I see like almost nine new channels on our site now. Oh, man. Okay, so we have the Lady Geeks, the Two Guys, TechSmith, Chalkstar, the rock star, subtext, the reading room, and Chuckles, pronounce mm -hmm. it right, Jerry, a comic strip with an education attitude. Stay glued to edreach.us and check out the new channels button on edreach.us. And you said there's nine? Well, it depends on how you look at it. <laughs> yes, because the numbering systems, you know, it's all subjective. Listen, on our new channels link, there are nine. Okay, well, that's good. And uh, we have some, of course, we have our guests today, uh, tonight, and they have this wonderful indie game called Penguemic, and we will get to that. But we have a couple of articles that have kind of come across and uh, some apps and some, uh, uh, some really interesting concepts that have really been thrown out there. I, I ran across this, and I don't know where it came from. It's called Book Track. And... Um, Layla and Ish, you haven't seen this before? No. Yeah, first time. And Jerry? Nope, first time. Okay, so you can take uh, text, you can take a, a book, and then you can actually add music and ambient sounds to the, uh, you know, to the actual book. So you're listening to it, you flip a page, and it ha actually has sounds that you can have match with the, uh, the feel of that, that text. So like Which, Castaway? <laughs> what? Be a real winner of the book for Castaway. Just be yes, where there's nothing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> What's the ball's name? 
volleyball? Wilson! Wilson, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, Wilson. Yeah. So I, I, I saw this and I was thinking, man, there's got to, there's, I could see some really neat ways that kids could take, you could actually take your own text, your own writing and add music to it. So that was pretty cool. But then they are going to add, uh, you'll be able to add your own audio to the text. Hmm. My thought, and I don't know if this is what they were thinking when they put this together, was having, if I wrote a story, I could read that story. Hmm. So you now you're turning it into an audio book. Mm -hmm. So I definitely see some uh, very interesting possibilities with that. So I wanted to throw that out there because I thought that was that was quite interesting. Um, yeah, so that was cool. And then Jerry, you sent this one to me. What career do teens want to know? Uh, what? What? Oh my goodness gracious! Uh, you know Let what? You know, I'm Zach, on cold medicine. I Zach, didn't say that, but uh, yeah, go ahead. You don't even have to read the rest of it. We got an audio book thing. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I ran across this article when I was just, I don't know, probably supposed to be working. And it said, uh, what careers do teens want? I don't know, many say, which was interesting. <clears throat> but that's not the way it was um, worded in the headline, because that's that's pretty obvious and actually probably appropriate, because a lot of teenagers, I mean, I had college roommates that switched ideas of what they wanted to be several times while in college. So I, I didn't, you know, yeah, a lot of them have no idea what they want to be. But the thing that the way it was worded in the headline is that there was a, a severe loss of interest in STEM mm -hmm. jobs and STEM uh, technologies and uh, studies. That's what I was looking for. Right. So I thought that was kind of interesting. You know, they said that uh, I think there were some, some weird numbers. It was like, 41% of boys and 21% of girls um, not long ago it said they wanted some kind of job in STEM, and now that's all the way down to like 13% or something, or took a yeah. hit of 13%. I, yeah. So I don't know, just, a, just interesting that that's, you know, something that kind of comes and goes with, with the times maybe. And that's what we're pushing. I mean, we're pushing, you know, STEM schools, which, as you know, Jerry, should be STEAM. Steam. Um, Steam schools, add the arts in there. But yeah, there there is this drop, and you know, I I don't know if you're if you're seeing it up there, Jerry, at all. But um, we've seen drops in community colleges, and also uh, there's been some in universities. Mm -hmm. And I'm wondering well, they're not willing to pay all that money to have a maybe a chance to have a job when you graduate. It's got to be a question of what kids want too. You know, it, it, we have to be focused on what what they want to do. Sure, we want them to be based in STEM because it looks good for our international ratings, but is that is that what they want and is that what jobs that we're producing? You know, that's that's kind of the question. So yeah, I think you're right. There's there are kids there are definitely kids and parents and I think universities are feeling that. The the crunch of, hey, when I leave your school, am I gonna have a full time job? Otherwise why am I investing money in this, you know, but mm -hmm. that starts a lot of different conversations with, yeah. there was a lot I learned in school that couldn't be promised to me when I got there, you know, like they couldn't tell me all the things I was going to learn in school when I got there, <laughs> you know, there's just different people that learn different things, I guess, in school, so. Now, around here, one of the big, the medical field, that seems to be big, nursing schools, um, kids are getting jobs before they even graduate. 
So some of the medical fields are, are, are growing. What, do you guys see any of this out east? I mean, is there, do you have a sense or a feeling of that? Are you guys are California or are you east? We're in yeah. San Diego. Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, man, I'm, I tell you what, Jerry, just fire me. That's a whole new. That's a whole new kind of east. I mean, it might I teach be like, geography. I mean, it might be want. east of Russia, well, but going east, you eventually reach California. So, yeah, that's what Columbus thought. You know, I'm going to going. San Diego. I'm coming down to visit your bright and sunny, wonderful land where it's 75 <laughs> degrees everywhere. I'm gonna Absolutely. all the time. Gonna come down and present on one-to-one art iPads in the classroom. Well, there you go. Oh, um, sweet. When are you coming? Uh, March. Nice. Yeah, it's a good time. <laughs> okay, you 75 and sunny. <laughs> yeah, Jerry's going there, and yeah, yeah. Okay, so what, what's going on out out west? I mean, do you see this with the universities? Is there a a, a drop, a push? San Diego is big, also a really big uh, biotech and pharma city, uh, kind of like Boston. So we do see a lot of interest in health sciences, and there are people. Basically, everywhere you go, if there are build, big buildings, they're going to be a big pharma company, and even with startups, it's a big biotech place. So it's been interesting being in education from here. Yeah. So the the um, degrees seem to lean towards that, mm -hmm. and they seem to be pretty absolutely. confident that they can get jobs from that. For that. Yep, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. And Jerry, the reason why I brought up East Coast was the fact that uh, Layla is MIT, right? Yep. Well, and Ish, where did you go to school? I am MIT. <laughs> you are MIT. You are MIT. <laughs> I am it. You are. And Ish, did you go to school out east? Uh, I went to Florida International University in Miami. Very nice. It, it has good weather down there too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my good. happiness. Yeah, you guys are fine. Nice. What's yeah. that? He's been trying to get us to move to Miami forever. Mm. You really like it down there. Yeah. Nice. Uh, the one thing that you know, California doesn't have is uh, warm water in the beach. Yes. That's about yeah. it. The beaches are cool. It's, like, it's very discordant. You go on the beach, it's really warm. You get in the water, it's extremely freezing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> get on a wetsuit. Yeah. 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 Okay. Jerry, thank you for that, that article. Mm. And the next one we have, I got this from Wes Fryer, and he's at uh, W. Fryer, F. R Y E R, and of course, there's a lot of people out there that know him um, as an educator from Oklahoma, which would be in the center part of the state, center part of the United States, Jerry. Um, so we have Chinese th this Minecraft in the classroom. This is a wonderful video, and it says, "Here it is, our first attempt at a Minecraft plot project." I was blown away by the amount of work these kids put into the project. So the kids go through this video, and they discuss how uh, the agricultural revolution. Uh, how it happened within China, and the kids are demonstrating some of those uh, concepts within their Minecraft video. I thought it was great. It's just one of many, many ways that Minecraft can be used. So it's very cool. It's very cool. Very cool. So I wanted to share that out. And the last one, um, Layla and Ish, are you uh, board, you, you tabletop fans? <laughs> Actually, funny story. I came back from PAX and I said, "Hey, they had a lot of tabletop games there. They're pretty great." Ish goes, "What's a tabletop game?" <laughs> oh, okay. So Just then, yeah, but bus. when I gave him a few examples, he he got it. He was like, "Oh, okay, oh, okay yeah. they're, they're like board games. Okay, cool." Yeah, it's it's kind of turned into tabletop because you get in, you know, role playing games. So anything yeah. that you can, you know, drop on the uh, put on the table. 
this was this was interesting. So the Small World Two came out, and the other day I had an update uh, for Small World, and I was just like, "Oh, great! Looks like they've added some really cool things." A friend of mine sends me the link, Mike Jones, and he's just like, "Hey, you you know, this is great. You need to get it." And then I noticed it was like, "This is free for all those who you know have purchased it before." So I bought it for ten dollars before, and now I get all these brand new updates. So now you can. What's really cool is that you can do. Uh, there's three, four, and five player maps, and there's online games and uh, turn by turn with friends. You can do uh, local games with Bluetooth or Wi-Fi. You can play wow. solo. So this this is a fun. It's a very complex board game, and it's one of those things that I've actually gotten better by using the. Um, uh, using the iPad version because there's so many <laughs> complex rules and there's so many different variations. That, that's what makes this game uh, so much fun. And it's Days of Wonder who have some really wonderful board games. So just wanted to share that with everybody because that's a, it's a very cool game. So what everybody came here for, yeah. because, oh, because, you know, this game, well, I better not even say anything because there might be copyright or something, but, you know, <laughs> pandemic, you know, so uh, it's like an epidemic. Uh, so what, so you, have this, you have this Kickstarter hmm. for this game called Penguemic. Can you give us a little bit about the game and, and what, it, what it does, what it's about? Sure. Absolutely. Do you want to talk about this? Because I've been talking about the game forever. Sure. Um, <laughs> the epidemic is actually right. Uh, it's a penguin epidemic. So essentially, the game is about a lot of penguins invading the worlds, and uh, the game actually teaches vocabulary. So what we do is we try to represent each word with a character. It has its own style, has its own animation, has its own look. So it, it transcends a mnemonic for a word. But you essentially don't notice that because you're just playing a game. You're playing a game where penguins are fighting polar bears or penguins are fighting kangaroos, it's like a tug-of-war battle. You uh, instantiate your creature, and then it goes into the other base and tries to attack them. And if you have an antonym, it does more damage. And it teaches you, in the background, some word associations and some word meanings without you being aware that you're actually learning. So do is this like a, is it like a card game where you um, have certain words and, and you play those words at certain times against certain... Yes, there's a card mechanic in our game, uh, which is how you can actually bring out a character or a creature. Mm -hmm. Just like in Magic the Gathering, yeah. you play a creature card and the creature comes on the mm -hmm. field. And then you have spells and enchantments. Um, so we could extend this into a full-on card game. That's pretty cool. Hey, Jerry, yeah. I've already found my favorite card. Okay. Or enchantment. <laughs> actually, favorite enchantment, Buttress. <laughs> I I teach junior high, so it doesn't take much for me to, you know. Yeah. So did they you used find to call one, him Buttress in high school? What's that? Nothing. <laughs> Is that one of my other nicknames that you've come up with? No. Yeah. So what are you, I mean? What's the response? What are you uh, for this Kickstarter? So far, it's been really, really great. I mean, we raised. We're currently at forty-four percent and we still have about 16 days to go. Um, most of it actually came in within the first week when we started announcing it, and I was at PAX. Uh, the only downside was we didn't have a prototype, a playable prototype at that time. Um, I can't even imagine if we had a playable prototype where would have we would have been right now, so that was a big learning lesson. We're pushing one out this coming Monday, 
and it's going to be on the Kickstarter, it's going to be on the website, it's going out to teachers, press, anyone who's interested in trying it out. Um, but yeah, aside from that, everyone's been two big feedbacks. One, we love the art, yes. and two, uh, we love that there are cards in there, and it, it just it's a good connection that people can make because they love card games. I, uh, you definitely need to, yeah, send whatever links you need uh, so we can get this out there. And so Absolutely. you're going to have a demo. You'll have mm -hmm. a, a small demo on, on the Kickstarter page. Yep. Yeah. So I'll, I'll make sure my students uh, get a chance to see this. So, But I don't awesome. know if I want my sixth graders going out there <laughs> noxious, arid, you know. I'm going to use my buttress enchantment. No, that didn't, putting that together didn't sound very good, Jerry. You're going to have to watch out. Soon yeah. they'll have a better vocabulary than Zach. Yes, they will. It wouldn't take much. <laughs> Iridescent. I love these deluge. Deluge. Ambrosial. Yeah, these are these are fun. This is, And I'm guessing you're probably seeing other possible um, uh, angles that you could take with this, right? Yeah. yeah, a lot. I mean, we when we first started making this, it was only going to be an SAT game, and someone threw out, well, why don't you make an ESL level or you know ESL mode where the words are easier, but it kind of uses the same mechanic. So we were like, okay, that's great. What else can we do with it? And we went on and thought about more languages. So it's essentially a really great framework where we can plug in mm -hmm. different languages, and, and you can learn vocabulary through it. Yeah, so I'm seeing uh, you know the vocabulary words, you know, ESL. Yep. Um, I, I definitely see that. I'm going to give you a free one. Uh, you start using different topics. I teach history. Mm -hmm. So you have a unit on ancient Greece, and maybe you're trying to get them to understand some of the concepts and, and maybe making cards that would, you know, yeah. put that in there. So. That's actually a great idea. We hadn't thought about actual subjects. That's my one free right one. Now. <laughs> my one free idea so uh, yeah that's uh, but you know we always try to find out different ways to to use these um, mm -hmm. you know there was a while back we had um, uh, a Kickstarter um, that oh goodness gracious the name's gonna escape me um, it wasn't magic it was the the Korean language game Jerry uh, magicians 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 and what they did they used um, they they were learning different vocabulary or different different phrases, and they had to say that in the language that they were learning. The way they oh. would the action the only way the action would work is if they used their phone and said the phrase in that language, and it confirmed that they said it properly. Oh, so, cool! Yeah, so that kind of that worked out pretty well. So that's you know yeah, there's a, a, there is definitely a market for for something like this. Definitely. You guys have some, uh, looks like some great people working with you. I was just looking through your About page, and your art director, no wonder it's fantastic, from RISD <laughs> Illustration. Awesome, yep. great school. And then, yeah, uh, he's been an amazing asset. Um, he's an all-rounder, too, so it's it's fantastic. Our entire team, like, we got pretty lucky. Well, I wouldn't say lucky. We got unlucky first. Because yes. uh, we've been working on... We've been working on Learn District's first game for, I would say, six to eight months. But what you see here is the product of ten weeks with this team. The wow. Team that and that's that's pretty much um, the biggest asset that we have. Our team is incredible. Uh, we're very fast. We produce a lot of work together. And we love making games. <laughs> mm. So It's fun. 
I love yeah. it calling uh, the educational game the black sheep of the gaming family. That's great. That's <laughs> yep. a great little paragraph you've got there. I like that's, it. That's our writer. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. one thing that you guys really promoted to me when you contacted me was that um, education games for gamers by mm -hmm. gamers. Do you want to yep. explain that? Absolutely. I will let Ish take that sure. one. He, is, he has far yeah. deeper roots in gaming than I do. <laughs> um, well, well, let me go a little deeper than that. Let's talk about um, learning itself. Learning is a very painful activity. We all know that. Anything, right? Uh, yeah. And what does the teacher try Anything to do? Anything you don't want to learn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what you're really trying to do as a teacher is incentivize your students to be able to study and decrease the pain. You add some jokes in there. You add some pictorials in there. Put some creative projects in there, like the Minecraft project, right? Mm -hmm. um, and we're looking at that and saying, what is the strongest incentive that we can find? And as gamers, we know that people who play games can go through, you know, hunger. They can go through <laughs> lack of sleep. They can go through nagging, and they'll <laughs> keep playing. They'll keep playing. Um, so what if, while you're playing a game, you're actually learning in the background? You, would you be able to overcome that pain of learning? Mm -hmm. That's the question that we went and answered. And then we put up a prototype together, and we had our game, and we gave it to some people, and we said, here's some flashcards, here's uh, our game with five words in it, and we wanted to see what the recall would be like. Does it actually help? And it turns out, one day later, both of them had perfect recall. A month later, everyone had the flashcard, forgot all the words. Everyone had the game, remembered out four out of five words. So that's where we started this company. We're like, okay, we need to go full force with this. Yeah. yeah, and the prototype at that time was completely different from what we have. It was like a really watered-down version of a graphic novel game, if you can think of one, that teaches you words yeah. through context. And the memory association was just really incredibly strong. Like I said, four out of five, um, you know, retaining retention is, is huge for learning. Yeah. There are a lot yeah. of apps out there that talk about if you spend an hour on this the day before your test, you're going to get really high yeah. score. But that's not what we're focused on. We're focused on actual learning. Mm -hmm. Like, if you're learning a word, you should learn it for life. Right. Yes. And, you know, that was actually my master's project was taking some of the games. I don't know if you've ever messed with the BBC Interactive History games. Um, I actually did studies on those where the, the kids would play those games. I could ask questions about the content of those games to kids that are in college today, and oh, nice. they can totally recall that information. Yeah, yeah it's amazing. pretty cool. So same yeah, idea, same concept. Well, we find one problem with the definition of the educational game. Yeah. Now yeah. it's become we've seen so many games that are called educational games, but the thing is, they may not actually be a game. They may be just an instruction or an, actually even a test with some kind of nice graphics. <laughs> and people have so become more wary of that. gamified learning. Now, because of that, you know, perception, they believe that educational games are painful, because there's more learning than fun. They're more they're very aware of the fact that they're learning. Jerry, that's what's where that we called? Want to separate. Some chocolate covered broccoli. Yep. Chocolate covered broccoli, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yep. So we go to teachers, and when we talk about games, they think we're if we say we're gamers making games, uh, it comes up as mm -hmm. oh, you don't know anything about. Learning, yes. and we go to game like the gaming industry, and we talk about educational games. They say, "Oh my God, educational games! No, go away." Yeah. <laughs> so we're kind of stuck in the middle, and I think yeah. what we're really trying to do here is get more people to bridge that divide between the two groups. I think yeah, you're we probably... want to be known as a game that's educational. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, I guess we want to be known as a, a game that is educational, or is it yeah. an educational, educational game? game right? Yeah. 
you know, this and I, I know that um, um, Layla and I talked about this before. Some of the best games that are used in the classroom weren't meant yeah. for that. Mm-hmm. Oregon Trail. Minecraft. <laughs> Where in the world is Carmen Sandiego? Yeah. Yep. Uh, you know, I use Civilization. People are using World of Warcraft. Uh, there's a lot. There's a lot of good games out there that can be used in the classroom. So, yeah. Learn District. What's um, this is this isn't going to be your only game. Mm-hmm. No, no. This is our first ten week game. <laughs> like twenty week. Okay, after polishing everything and getting. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So, what are your plans then? We have a lot of plans. Okay. Which ones do you want to divulge? Top, top secret. <laughs> um, as a, a mission statement, what we're trying to do is make education more accessible. That doesn't mean that maybe you don't have education at all, and then we've tried to provide you education uh, in, in a different country or a different world. Or you're in a place where you do have access to education. You have access to a library. You have access to all these materials, but it's not accessible to you, meaning it's too difficult to, to you know, grab, or it's too painful to go in and try to learn. And that's where our mission statement is, and it turns out that games is one way to make education more accessible. And if it was something else, we would do that. But that's our mission statement as one district. Nope, so that, that means good. we don't really, for the next game, we don't really have, I wouldn't say we're confining ourselves to a subject or a topic or anything. Uh, we're open right now. After every game that we're developing, we'll have a short game jam within the team. It's sort of because this is a gamer house, everyone's really interested in making games and everyone has their own ideas. We want to get those ideas out and we'll all sit together and have like a 48 to 50 hour game jam and come up with you know different mechanics. Uh, first, when the game is defined, we look at it and then we say, okay, here's an awesome game that'll be really fun. What can we teach with this? Can we teach some algebra? Can we teach some mechanics? Um, so the way we approach our games is is we look at the game first. We don't go and say, let's make a game for chemistry that teaches hydrogen bonds. Right, right. So I'm guessing some of these are played on tabletops. Yeah, the first <laughs> version is always tabletop. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I was trying to make a joke tabletop. there. Uh, just kind of <laughs> slide that in. Yeah, so it's all, it's all good. It's No, I think that's a great way to do it, is that create the games and then see if something comes out of that. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, it's right. a win-win anyway. If if, if you create exactly. a game that's not even uh, that might not be used for education, then mm-hmm. that's fine. If you yeah, find a game a that's game. really good, and yeah, you want to have fun making the game. I mean, if we were making games mm-hmm. that we ourselves wouldn't play, that would just that would just become that's another right. job. I mean, we left our jobs for this. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, so. I think uh, I think. Google's trying to tell us that we need to cut this. <laughs> we're having some fun yeah. little. Flaky things going on oh, here. No way. Yeah. So, uh, anything else you want to share with us? Uh, no. Primarily, just we just want to hear back from teachers. We we love feedback. It'll okay. help us define our you know future games and also Penguemic because we still have six weeks to go before release. Yes. Um, and yeah, tell everyone as many people as you can about the Kickstarter. Definitely. We still have I will, 16 days to go. Yeah, I will be letting people know about it. Please send out, tweet it out, do whatever, send an email, awesome. let us know when that goes live, and then we'll shoot that out to everybody. And I'll see if my okay. kids, uh, my students can check that out. So, Awesome. Oh, we would awesome. love that. Thank yeah. you. Yep. Jerry? Wow. That is awesome. Like I said, absolutely <laughs> congratulations on um, some absolutely beautiful artwork and uh, what looks like some awesome gameplay. So very cool. You'll have to try that out in your game club, Jerry. 
for sure. For yeah, sure. mine mine actually meets next not this Friday, but next Friday. So I think nice. that, that'll work out. Maybe I'll just uh, I'll get the kids to test it out for you. Fantastic. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you guys. All right. Take care. Yep. Thank you for listening to this week's Ed Gamer podcast. Please follow us on edreach.us and also follow all the great podcasts and blog posts on the Edreach network. Have a great week. Bye.